the labels. When I was about 10 or so, I was diagnosed with high-functioning autism. I guess you could say I was different. I was excelled in school. I got straight A's, had a 4.0. I was good at making things and drawing. I was good at poetry. I won play of poetry contests. I simply styled the world in a different way. And yet I was ashamed when I heard the word autism. I thought, who could love someone with autism? Who would see for me, simply for me? And until this day, I refused to ever tell people I had it. I saw it as a mark on my personality. I saw it as a defining label. When I was an early teenager, I diagnosed with major depressive disorder and anxiety, along with generalized anxiety and social anxiety. I walked away that day questioning who I was as a person. People hear the word depression and anxiety, and they think mental disorder. When they see you depressed, they don't think maybe they need a hug or someone to talk to, or maybe you're just simply having a rough day. They think, great, this person is broken or is never happy. They have literally no reason to be sad. Their life is great. They're always sad. Their beliefs change. When you're crying, it's, did you take your meds today? Did you talk to your counselor? Are you suicidal? Do you have a plan? They see you as simply as an issue, rather than a daughter or friend or co-worker or wife or husband or sister or brother. It's going to be your mental disorder affords you. When I was 17, I was diagnosed with PTSD. It stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. I was sexually assaulted when I was 16. I grew up in the foster care system from 14 till 21. People go one of two ways when they hear that. It's either I'm sorry and it becomes a pity party for you rather than simply understanding what you've been through. Or they think, what did you do and you must have been a troubled kid. People hear the word PTSD and see them as broken, unstable, overly sensitive, and they jump to I can't say anything or I'll trigger the person rather than they are just like everyone else. They just struggle with certain things. Mental issues don't define who you are. They're simply part of who you are, and it helps you. So, how do you live day-to-day with severe depression and in a society where people judge you for every small or big thing? I can say one thing for sure. Depression isn't easy. It's not a fix. You can't simply put a band-aid on it. You know when you tell your friends and family that you're sick or you lost a loved one, people send their condolences and send gifts. You can't call off work or life for depression. You can't decide, I'm not doing anything today because I'm simply sad. You still have responsibilities. And if you do call off, there's always a clash after. Depression changes your belief or view on the world. You see yourself as a burden to anyone around. You see yourself as bothering someone or they become tired of you. And I could say that it always happens in my case. I tell someone how I feel and I do one of two things. They act like they care for a while and next thing you know, they give up and they walk away because it becomes, quote, too much. Or two, they walk away right away because they see you as an issue. But what about us? How do you think we feel? You might wonder how depression makes you feel on the side of sadness. On the side of sadness, it becomes unbearable. It causes you to question the world and yourself as a whole. The pain becomes so great you feel like you can't do it anymore. That the only way to survive is to die. You might start out small by smoking or vaping, and then you might turn to drinking and drugs. When that doesn't work, you might turn to cutting and hanging out with the wrong crowd. When that doesn't work, crying doesn't help you anymore. You decide you simply just can't do it anymore. It's that one demon that eats you alive and you will never escape from. The second you think you're happy, it creeps up on you like a storm in the night, and next thing you know, you're holding on for dear life. And eventually, you let go. But what about that side no one talks about, when you're not crying and feeling miserable, when you're not feeling like you want to die? There's that side when you simply have no energy, when you just go about life, still doing all your responsibilities, but you simply feel nothing. You're simply surviving at that point, and you feel nothing. You are a robot in a human world. And eventually, you simply find that last strength to give up. You find that bottle of pills you've held onto, or that bottle of vodka you've been saving, or that blade you've been hiding, and you act. All you see in that moment is a world of pain, and you just can't take it anymore. Your bottle is full, and there's no one to come save you. 
But don't forget the signs you've put out before. You start acting more withdrawn or angry. You start talking more and more about death. You start not caring. Or you start acting suddenly more calm and happy. You might leave a note, or you might not. You might tell someone how you feel and they don't care. Or it might be opposite. Maybe you have that good home. Maybe you do have friends and family who care. But maybe you feel like somehow it is better with you, and somehow it will be better. Maybe you feel like if you are the popular kid, that you're tired of being popular, or you want to be someone different. If you're that kid who's invisible, maybe you're tired of not being able to be seen, and you want someone to actually notice you, just for who you are. You see all the signs they live, they have before you die, but they don't believe it. Or maybe you're tired of trying to be someone you're not. Either way, you act, and afterwards, everyone simply cares. People suddenly are like, I don't, I didn't know. Well, she seems so happy. And if you don't succeed, you're living with that regret afterwards. You can feel everyone judging you. You can feel that trust gone. You can feel the pain in your family and friends, if they cared. And if they never did, you find yourself feeling stupid and even more depressed. But think about it. Most people who attempt suicide aren't truly wanting to die. It's called they simply want the pain to stop. Everyone's told the saying suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. But to those living with depression, it feels completely backwards. It feels as if depression is a permanent problem with a temporary solution. But think about it. So, how do people with depression live in society where depression is not widely accepted? Where people hear you're diagnosed with depression and suddenly you're disqualified from certain jobs or let go from your current job? Where people hear the word depression and become fearful and see you as a ticking time bomb waiting for you to explode or a liability, even if you receive the proper help and you're actually doing quite well? It's called you conform. People learn how to act through how people respond. If problems are addressed with negativity and backlash, you learn not to show it. In this case, depression. When depression is embraced with negativity, people are conditioned to change how they respond to the situation. They learn to hide their depression, and they learn how they feel is wrong. They learn that depression makes them almost wrong, and that no one cares. So they become one of two things. They mask it with happiness, or they become angry and hostile. For example, in the police force, officers experience things most people are never going to experience ever in their lifetime. It can be very hard for them day to day, and they feel like they might not have any support. They learn to mask their emotions and hide it, and they eventually, it becomes too much for them, and, and they're tired of becoming that strong person in every case, either for themselves or in their family, or for someone else in their families, and they feel like it's too much. Think about doctors and nurses. People see them as these great people, but they don't see the side of doctors crying over the loss of someone. Where they do everything they can to save someone and they still die. Where they have to tell families their loved ones are gone. Same with firefighters. Society is conformed to the idea that false responders or anyone are able to handle any situation and come out on the other side having no emotion and no reaction. If you do, there is simply something wrong with you. And you wonder why people want to hide their feelings and their feelings are wrong. Same with ideas such as men who are crying are seen as weak or saying sorry is a sign of weakness. And when emotions are seen as wrong, we accustom ourselves to smiling and see smiling as the only answer and acceptable response.